This episode of I Ride a Bike is supported in part by Allspeed, the official bike shop of the podcast. With convenient locations in Portland, Bethel, and Carabasset Valley, Maine, Allspeed is the local shop for everything bike. For more information and to check out their latest hot deals, please visit allspeed.com. Hi, I'm Seth Ballier, the host of I Ride a Bike, where each episode we follow one basic premise, to never grow old, one ride at a time, and the stories that follow. Take me back to the times when we would grab our bikes and ride the days into the night. Though our eyes would soon be open for the moment we were golden. Welcome to another episode of I Ride a Bike the Podcast. I'm back in the uh, home Scarborough studio today and I'm excited to be sitting down with Dave Snyder. Uh, we got introduced by a, a mutual friend and my friend, uh, he knew that I had a podcast about bikes, and Dave loves to ride bikes, so it was a it was an easy conversation starter. And um, so, welcome to the podcast, Dave. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for it's coming down. Yeah, thanks for riding your bike over. You're the you're the second guest that um, has ridden their bike to to meet up to to record an episode. So, wow. you know, not quite the first, but you're probably ridden the farthest. So. Fantastic. All yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. So you made the uh, trek down today. Where, where, how far did you ride today just to get here? Um, so far, I'm about 10 miles. Okay. So not, not that far then. Not really. that N- far. Not, no. not in uh, the realm of how many miles you ride every day. No, no. That's, uh... <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that in just a second. But uh, I wanted to start off just like I would do with everybody else. I want to ask you, why do you ride a bike? I ride a bike for the freedom. Um, it just feels amazing when you're not stuck in a car all day long. Um, I ride by all these people that just look miserable, and I don't want to be that person. So, um, and I don't feel that way when I'm on a bike. So, yeah, right on. Yeah. Do, do you uh, usually try to flash them a smile and uh, always? Think, yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm fifty-fifty with people. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I get I get looks, and it's usually blank or smiles. So. Right, right. I'll take either. Yeah, I was wondering. It's like you know, as I sit in a car, usually it's when I'm, you're in traffic and you see someone riding by on a bike, and then maybe you'll eventually pass them again, but they pass you back. And the entire time, you're kind of just holding onto the steering wheel, and they're just smiling the way down the road. I mean, you're that guy, right? Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, having a great time. A little jealousy. If you, if, you, if you ride bikes, you know the feeling of sitting in a car, stuck in traffic, and watching a cyclist go by you. <laughs> so, it's agonizing. It is. Yeah. It really is. Unless you're on the way to do something amazing, it's agonizing. Yeah. It is, absolutely. Yeah, I, mean, I guess if, unless you're carrying you know, an entire uh, truckload of something that wouldn't necessarily fit on a bike, then you know, yes. what's the point? So. Yes, correct. Yeah, right? Or a truck full of people. Yeah. <laughs> or a truck full of people. Yeah. yeah, you could, yeah I mean, I've seen those 10-person uh, tandems, though. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a little dangerous around here, but yeah, I can't. I actually, how do you corner those things? Can't imagine. Oh no, <laughs> I don't think they do. No. Right. Yeah. All right. So, um, anyway, so where did you grow up? Did you grow up in Maine, or I was born in Ames, Iowa. Okay. Yeah. Um, lived in a little cul-de-sac on the edge of town. Yeah. Um, that's where I first got my first little bike. Not sure what it was. Right uh, had training wheels. Uh, scooted around the area with that. Um, 
Do you remember about how old you were when you? Oh, it was like what? How what was the age? Like your first memory with a bike? Or my mom was obsessive with getting me out and doing things. I did everything very early in life. Um, swam at six months. You know, we were just out camping and canoeing and everything. Um, skiing, cross country skiing at six months as well. Yep. Um, I want to say it was around a year. I was on a bike with training wheels. A year old? Yeah. Oh, wow. No kidding. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then I don't know when they came off. Right. I, I don't have those exact memories. Well, but, yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I continued to ride bikes uh, until we moved to Maine, yep. uh, which is about 84. Right on. Yep. So I was born in 78, 84. We came to Maine. Six um, years old. Yeah. Yep. And by uh, then you were probably cruising was, all over yeah, the place. Yeah. So. I, I didn't have a bike from the transition. Mm-hmm. Took a while to move. My dad was a uh, our research and development scientist for the government in Iowa. Um, got a um, job offer out here at IDEX Laboratories in Westbrook, uh, in Portland at the time. Yep. And um, so once we got here and settled in, finally got a BMX. Right on, um, yeah. <laughs> I would get allowance money and go to the local bike shop and get pegs and and random things to stick on there to have a good time with. You know, yeah. doing tricks everywhere and. I was trying to think back if I ever got injured at that age, and I don't remember ever hurting myself. Really? No one, kidding? Even on a BMX? Yeah, with, one yeah. time I went around a corner, hit, uh, I hit um, some gravel that was on the side of the road, and uh, wiped out. Only thing I remember ever hurting myself. Really? No kidding? Neighbor lady stopped to pick me up. Or stopped to check on me. Right. And I got in her car, and then she yelled at me for getting in a stranger's car. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I kind of knew who she was, but right, right. I was just a kid, and, and she was just trying to be a... <laughs> so you're, like, limping over to her car, and then yeah, she, yeah. she's like, oh, well, I wasn't here to actually transport you anywhere. I'm a stranger, stranger danger. Right, right yeah. It was the 80s, right? Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. At that point, it was the mid-80s, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you remember going back to uh, Iowa, though? Do you remember um, riding bikes there and, and then coming to Maine? Do you remember being much different, or was it not really that obvious to you as a, as a five-year-old, four-year-old? No, child? no. I mean, memories weren't as strong back then. Sure, yeah. I uh, left so young. Um, we went back to visit sometimes, but other than that, I, I don't really have a strong uh, connection to Iowa at that point. Yeah. Um, in, in Maine here, yeah. Uh, non-stop everywhere, tooling yeah. through the, the town of South Portland. Yeah, so you, so, yeah, so you moved to South Portland then? Yeah, yeah I was yeah. in South Portland for a while over by Dyer School mm -hmm. in the swim pool. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a nice little, uh, back then it wasn't, it was cut out by the locals that lived in that area. Um, we would just tool around behind the houses on a, um, some dirt roads. Right on. But uh, now there's some nice trails everywhere. I'm jealous. Like, I didn't have that when I was a kid. Yeah. You know? I'm, I'm exploiting it now, but yeah. Of course, right? Yeah. It is funny looking back. I mean, we've always talked, it's one thing we always talk about is like there, there were no real trails or all these, you know, power lines or yep. just, just goat path kind of stuff or whatever it was and how great it is now. And I've, if only, but at the same time, I mean, my memory of just hucking, literally going through the woods on a BMX bike and just trying to you know, I guess mountain bike and a BMX. I remember specifically trying to ride from my friend's house and it was a terrible idea. I mean, it was a BMX 20 inch wheels going through a forest and there was just, there was no path, but yep. it was fun. It was adventurous. So, oh, for know. sure. Yeah. 
Yep. If I had perfect trails, then I'd have different happy memories about it. But I, I like that particular uh, kind of getting lost in the woods with a bike that wasn't didn't belong there. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Use yeah. your half walking. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. it's great. So I can't believe you. So you don't remember crash. I mean, I remember specifically elbows and knees full of gravel all the time as a kid. Were yeah, you, were you, I feel were you like not I, that I just, crazy or you're just that good. No. <laughs> Well, I, yeah, I think it was just a little. I have good hand-eye coordination. I have great balance. You know, I, that kind of stuff have always come natural for me. Um, I didn't do any crazy tricks. You know, little ramp stuff. You know, pogo jumping with the bike. Uh, you know, nothing, nothing insane. Right. But yeah, I, I, I was, I was, I was blessed as far as not getting too injured. Yeah, right. You know, I've never broken a bone. I've never had anything too crazy as, as far as an accident goes. Right so, on, man. Right yeah. on, right on. Well, knock on wood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I've, you, I've had, you know, just recently I've had cars pass me and turn in front of me and I go over their hood. Okay, right, know? right. So, I mean, that's happened, right. but it was just, you know, that was recent. Right. Uh, yeah, as a kid, you know. Yeah, I, I I got it unscathed, which was nice. Yeah. So for the listeners who don't know exactly where like South Portland was, it uh, more rural or was it more um, residential? It's definitely quieter than now. Yeah. Um, residential. Um, it was near the oil fields. Mm-hmm. You know, so I get to ride down through there, and there's some, there's a nice horse stable that I used to ride horses down the road. So I'd ride down that way and visit the horses. And, yeah. And um, I had no idea as a kid that. I could ride to the mall, you know what I mean? Like just one day I'm like, I'm going to go to the mall on and your BMX. Yeah. On yeah. my BMX, you know, and I didn't think about distances or, you know, what it would feel like, or I didn't, re- I don't remember, you know, getting saddle sores or anything like that as a right. kid, you know, um, still riding up to 20 miles a day. You know, I, I do that all through my childhood. Right. Um, do you remember, so specifically on like going to the mall, for instance, or yep. riding out there, couple parts like one like what gave you that idea to even go there like maybe like i mean i've been there with my family right so and i like, so i knew how to get there from it was just a straight shot you right. know for the most part yeah um from where i lived at the time so uh, once i knew i paid attention you know right. I, I, my mom liked to go on all kinds of different side roads and she'd see a road and you know i don't know where that goes so she turned down it oh, uh, cool. you know what i mean we didn't have gps you know right. you just had your your map so right. um and that wasn't necessarily accurate cuz everything was constantly changing yeah, so yeah um no i've instilled a little bit of the adventure yeah for part, sure though, right yeah yeah always yeah yeah you see something i'll just turn around you know right very spontaneous you know for the good and the bad you yeah know? yeah <laughs> Did you uh, end up going to the mall quite often? I'm, I'm just picturing you riding over there uh, and like getting a little an orange, bit. orange I mean, Julius, and you know. I couldn't ride inside the mall, so <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I had friends. We'd we we group meet up, and I had a couple of friends at the time that would ride with me, and um, not as many people were as adventurous. You know, I'd ride to their houses, and then we'd go hang out. Right. You know, they right. weren't riding to my house. You know? Right. Um, and then when we got older, um, I was pretty much riding solo. You know, I got a mountain bike, um, Mongoose Hilltopper. Right on, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. Um, and how'd you get that bike? Do you remember? Uh, I saved up half the money and my dad put up the other half. All right, on, yeah. Did you have your eye on that bike specifically before oh, yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, color was similar to the one I have now that I rode up with. And yeah. uh, um, they just looked sleek. And, you know, I'd always had BMXs the whole time, my whole life and outgrew them. I was riding a tiny BMX bike right, right. You know, as, a, as a large child. So, <laughs> right, right, yeah, totally. Finally, I got something that I could actually be, be comfortable on it and go for long distances and not think about it anymore. Yeah. It was yeah. nice. When, uh, when was the last time you actually rode a BMX? Ooh, 
It was like they stood on one or rode one around in a circle. Yeah, it's been a long, long time. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've got one in the garage. You're going to have to go spin yeah. around the parking For lot sure, before yeah. you leave. <laughs> yeah. It's a weird feeling. I bet. It, it yeah. feels so bizarre getting on one after. I mean, the first time I'd ridden on one, it was after a good, you know, well, probably almost 30 years. Okay. From yep. the time that I stopped riding until I got one last summer. And uh, just for the heck of it, I don't really ride it that often. I was just at Goodwill and bought a $5 scooter. Oh, really? And nice. I was like, this thing is sweet. And I've been tooling around on that the past couple of days. One of the big little ones or the small? It's like, like an the, old, like, I don't know what it's called. It's an, I've never seen it before. It's like an old, it's really well built. Yeah. Really nice old collapsible scooter. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. just like a like a Razor. Like, so the smaller wheels, like inline Razor. Yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty neat. I mean, it doesn't take that much space, and it's for no, five yeah. bucks. I mean, how can you go wrong, right? Okay. If all my bicycles break, I've got something something <laughs> yeah, back. Right. Oh my god, seeing you uh, scooting to work, uh, you know, whatever the, how many miles you ride, you know, I don't think you're gonna get there nearly as fast. No, not nearly. Start the day stay bef- day before you go, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you this gang of a uh, group of friends you had that you would ride around with. Did you uh, go off on any uh, fun adventures at all with them? Or were they mostly-, mostly we did, you know. Wood, wooden wooden adventures hiking you know just exploring the woods around that you know are now completely gutted out and you know, there might be and... there might be trail systems but most of them are now homes you know right. um so as kids we would just go through and explore play paintball and do all that i'd be the one riding my bike for the most part mm-hmm. you know and then uh, we'd meet up and then have our adventure and then I'd go have my own, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, or it'd get too dark and I didn't have lights back then. So my parents would have to come pick me up. Oh yeah, sure. And yeah. they loved that. Yeah. I bet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like we told you to leave before dark. Yeah. No phones back then. <laughs> yeah, so they yeah. couldn't get a hold of you and, uh, it's a different world for sure. Yeah. Kind of, I kind of miss that world. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we didn't, I mean, we would go on long rides on our bikes as kids to the town. We've talked, talked about it before. You're going five or six miles to the, the closest little town that had a store, but um, we mostly stayed on this uh, stretch of dirt road right in front of our house. And so when it would get to being dark, it was, I mean, dusk or like the sun had set and you could still kind of see, and it was a dirt road with only a couple of cars. So we were safe to ride back. But I remember being, it was so creepy. We'd have to go past this old abandoned barn that had like a piano in it. And there was ghost stories all around it. Yep. So, um, I was probably the fastest I ever rode as a kid. Was so that, as that soon ride as you're home. getting towards it, you're like, oh yeah, <laughs> basically yeah, just barely touching the ground. I'm going so fast, I felt yeah, like, yeah, know, a dust trail behind. Or whatever. Oh, that's great. But, yeah, so I don't remember my parents having to come pick us up. I guess, but um, they probably said wherever you are, you're just gonna stay there tonight. Because well, I live on the <laughs> south side of Gorham, and I would ride to the north side of Gorham, which is you know a good 20 miles or you know 15 miles maybe. Um, right by Standish, so mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't be able to get home. Right, you know, it'd take probably a good hour and a half or so at that, you know, at that point in my life. Totally and dangerous. Yeah, and dangerous. Dark. Yeah, yeah. No helmets, no lights. Yeah, and the roads weren't like they are now. You know, they're still not the best for riding, right. but uh, they were dirt and you know choppy. So. The only plus for then might have been that uh, no one was distracted by cell phones, right? Correct. You know, which is a yeah. huge thing. Yeah, there was more drinking and driving. Sure. But there was less cars on the road, so right. yeah, you didn't really have to worry about that. I'm sure I didn't all... think about it. I had my worst experiences were um, just hooligans throwing bottles at me when oh. I was a kid, you know. That used to happen a lot more. That doesn't happen anymore, but people were held accountable now. I mean, right, so. right. Did you ever actually get hit by Bottles? Close, yeah, oh, really? close, yeah, yeah. yeah. So scary. Yeah, once when I was a kid in South Portland, uh, right, like right by the right or? by the middle school, there was just somebody who lived across the street was just, you know, decided to pick on a kid, 
And then, uh, yeah. And then somebody drunk driving a truck threw a bottle at me near my house and just missed me. Jeez. Is it fun? It's funny. I mean, I'm memories are popping up of very similar instances like that as when I was a kid. The uh, neighbors up the road from us were definitely were of that sort of mindset to pick on little kids riding their bikes by. Yep, I yep. remember that for sure. They had a bunch of dogs and they would often like tease us like they were going to release the dogs on oh, us. Yeah, or, yeah. Um, I remember this one kid threw a giant dead snake at me one time when I was riding by. Yeah, good times. Good memories wow, coming yeah. up here, I tell you. <laughs> the bullies out there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, karma's a... Karma's is something or other. Yeah, they know. seem to be all online now. So. <laughs> right, right, totally. Now, now they're just on their phone. <laughs> they they, transition. they, don't, have, they don't have time to... Yeah. Oh, you mean the bullying The online. bullying, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. All right. No, not, not necessarily any better. I'd yeah. almost rather get a dead snake thrown at me sure. than uh, bullies on hiding behind screens. It's nicer know. to confront the person. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, right, right. Yeah. So the... Uh, as you're growing up in in South Portland, did you say you moved to Gorham at some point? Or no, first it was first it was Portland. Yep. Uh, lived in a old casket factory that was turned into a interesting apartment complex. Yeah. Uh, I had a bedroom that was three stories. Oh wow! So I walked into my bedroom and I could walk downstairs or upstairs. No kidding. And that's where they used to keep all the old caskets. In that part. So <laughs> Did I you slept. know that as a kid? When I you moved I, in. Kind of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I we didn't really. About, we're going back to the ghost stories. I, I mean, didn't really pay attention to it right. uh, until later on. My mom would remind me, you right. know. Um, but at the time, no, it was just cool. I had three floors totally. in my room. I had my bed on one. I had a play area on another, and then I just had like a mud room, you know, with my clothing on the other. So. Right. It was pretty neat. And then my parents had this little tiny room, probably twice the size of your bathroom. Yeah. And right they just on. could only fit a bed in there and they slept in that. Yeah. And so they gave me this, I don't, they didn't have to, but they gave me this giant playroom basically. Well, it probably just kept you way more occupied. For right? sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it that worked out. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have, were there any, did you do anything like ladders or ropes or uh, fireman's poles or anything like that with all the levels? No, just, uh, I'd had a bunch of stairs with railings I could slide down. Yeah, so right. I could, yeah. So I could jump up and slide down. It was pretty neat. <laughs> and you didn't hurt yourself. Not really. No, I don't remember hurting myself. No. Yeah. That's funny. So then when you were there, did you, uh, Sorry. So at that point, I hadn't had a bicycle in Portland because okay. we were we were trying to find a forever home mm -hmm. where my parents were. Yeah. Um, so we lived in Portland for I want to say long enough for me to go to school at um, uh, is it Reiki? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. So I went to Reiki for a little while, um, and then we moved from Portland to um, to uh, Cape Elizabeth, mm -hmm. right down the road from Fort Williams. Um, so as a kid, that's, I uh, got a bike there mm -hmm. we had a, my dog Mishka and I would take her for walks down to, um, we climbed the rocks together down to Fort Williams every right on, day. Yeah. That was kind of like, that was my adventure. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't ride as much there cause I was always walking my dog. Mm -hmm. Um, and we didn't have the setup where you could attach them to your, to your bike or whatever. And, right. And, and as a and kid too, I mean, it, yeah, probably not the best idea. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. You might've had an accident or two. Might've had a few. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we just, we'd climb the rocks together and hang out there. And that was kind of our special spot. Um, lived there for a couple years. Um, parents thought about buying the place, ended up, uh, finding a place in Gorham mm -hmm. that they wanted to check out. And, uh, so we went out there and it was more rural, you know, four acres, uh, at the time, there was nobody around, and we had our three neighbors that you could kind of see, and yeah. that was it. And uh, they fell in love. It was a um, fixer-upper, and my dad just wanted to fix stuff. So right on, yeah. he decided he wanted a house that he needed to do everything to it in order to, to make it work. So yeah. he uh, 
he grabbed, snag, snagged it, convinced my mom to to let him do it, and yeah, <laughs> to go along with the plan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She kind of regretted that one, but <laughs> how long was it a fixer upper for? Like your whole it life? It still is. Yeah, yeah, totally. It was built in the fifties by some guy that cut his own thumb off when he was building it. And oh jeez. We found old beer cans, old tab beer cans stuck in the ceiling and the walls. And, <laughs> I wonder uh, why he cut his thumb off. He did then, his right? yeah. He did his own electrical work, and, and that was magnificent. Right. And yeah. Yeah, I don't know how it still stands, but... <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, we grew up in... Back to uh, the house I grew up in was uh, an abandoned farmhouse for about 50 years. Okay. My dad and mom found in the early 70s, um, bought 37 acres in this nice. in this farmhouse for like, I think like, you know, 2,000 bucks or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. My dad was a cabinet maker, still, you know, makes things, but uh, retired. But um, yeah, it was a fixed upper for many, many, many years. But slowly but surely, it was it was always a home. But yep. you know, <laughs> I specifically remember, you know, living in one room of the house when I was two years old. And uh, yeah, but we had, I think it's probably why we ended up getting bikes because you could just get out and they're like, we're going to be working on the house today. Take off on your bike. We'll see you hopefully before dark, right? Nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's great. Yeah. Um, so Back to your uh, the the transition then back from uh, the BMX to your mongoose uh, mountain bike. Yep. So you you got that. Was it a world changing experience for you? Oh yeah. Yeah. Beginning of high school, um, starting to think about getting a license in the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, having some older friends that just got their license, so you kind of have a little bit more flexibility and a couple of med trucks you just throw your bike in the back and then you know we go somewhere and i could ride around there and right or whatever um so it started to decline at that point a little bit yep um just because i had more access sure and uh friends were adventurous so so we did a little bit more of that but yes i had more freedom i could get to the mall in half the time i could you know wherever i wanted to go i could get there in half the time so it was it was wonderful if i missed the bus i could ride my bike to work i'm in school yeah Right, bike to work now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was it was a new level of freedom for sure. Right. Um, and did you? I mean, did you utilize it as a mountain bike? Did you go off on you know woods adventures, trail adventures, as opposed to when you had a BMX and you're probably more just on you know paved roads and nothing roads? too crazy because we didn't have a ton of stuff at that point in my area. Right. Um, we had a trail behind the high school that kind of uh, stopped behind a uh, convenience store that's not there anymore, but. That trail system has now turned into a crazy, that crazy trail system right behind the high school mm-hmm. is now. Um, that's about it as far as trail riding, just because I didn't have a lot of access. Yeah, and it doesn't sound like you had a, a, a group that was necessarily no, going either. No. So kind of like without the the push from some friends or family. Yeah, never really had a group of cyclers. Yeah, everything else I've done, we have. You know, I just never really. Uh, had that opportunity yeah. to have a, a group of people that that just wanted to do that all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was your did your parents ride bikes at all or? No, no, really. I mean, my mom did when she was younger, but right. Yeah, that was about. It wasn't it. part of the childhood. It was thing, not part yeah. of the life. Yeah. No, uh, we were very outdoors family oriented. Mm-hmm. You know, we we did a lot of outdoors activities. That was just the one we really didn't do as a family. Right. Um, I did it personally. Um, my my family's much older too. My brother, I have four older brothers. Okay, yeah. Um, my the closest brother to my age is seven years older than me. Oh, okay, so, yeah, right. So quite a difference. Yeah, quite a difference. Kid, yeah. yeah, we were the closest, just because of the age difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my my oldest brother, when I was born, he was already fifteen years old. Wow, right. So yeah. he was getting ready to get out of the house by the time I had my first memories. Right, right. Um, then my 
you know, so they're all really close in age to each other. Mm-hmm. You know, one of my first memories is on the back of a, a motorcycle, my second oldest brother. Really? Yeah. No, no, he got yelled at for that I'm one. I'm sure he did. <laughs> how, how, how old do you think you were? Like I have two? No, I don't really remember. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no yeah. idea. Hold on. Hold maybe, on, Dave. Maybe four or five. <laughs> right? yeah. 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 Oh, that's, that's pretty wild. Yeah. So, you don't, so they didn't really ride bikes then, as you recall? No. Or like that. No. Yeah. It was yeah. definitely uh, uh, my own thing. Just my, my parents got me a bike. Yeah. I asked for it, I'm sure. Right. Yeah. You know. Or, or to keep me busy. Right. I was going to say, I, I was mean, kind without, of a menacing child too. So. Well, I mean, you're, I mean, you weren't an only child, but a seven year difference between the two, you probably were. I was kind at of one alone. point. Yeah. yeah. I became an only child. Right. Yeah. By the time I was seven. Right. Basically. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I was eight years old and they were all gone. Yeah. You know, at the house. Yeah. So yeah, by then I was, right. so I was interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and by then, like my family was so old that my parents were all that was really left. You know, mm-hmm. we didn't have any family out here. Uh, everybody was back in Iowa, all over the. At this point, they're all over the United States, but um, like all my grandparents had passed by then. I didn't have my aunts and uncle. You know, my uncle had passed, so I didn't have a ton of family around, anyways. Right. Um, and they were all older, so mm-hmm. they didn't want to ride bicycles. Right, you know, right. they're busy. They're trying to work. And, sure. Yeah. You know, like, make leave a me living. Alone, kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My dad got obsessed with boating, mm-hmm. so we did that a lot. Yeah. You know, he bought a boat and. and uh, try to fix that while fixing a house while working a full-time job and trying to be a dad at the same time. So that's, that's when you quickly realize there's just not enough hours in the day, but for some reason I'm kind of in that same uh, category where I just like to add things on, even when I know that I can't necessarily do all of them all the time, but for sure. You know, Kind of keep it interesting, I guess, at the very least. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. I love having options. I mean, I'll do anything outdoors. I'll prefer cycling. Number one, mm-hmm. I'm a huge disc golf fan, so I love, I love hiking, and those two things kind of go together. Sure, yeah. Um, and then I love hiking the whites and, you know, camping, kayaking, all that stuff. So, I mean, get me outdoors. Right, right. But, but a bike is your uh, primary thing that you... Yeah. And why, why I mean, it kind of goes back to the first question of why do you ride a bike, but is it, I mean, comparing like hiking up, uh, you know, in, in the whites versus riding a bike on a long ride, do you notice a difference like in your mental state for that or, or what, what it brings for you or brings to you? Well, for me personally, it's, it's been my alone time, I guess, mm-hmm. around everybody, if, you, if that makes sense. Right. I mean, I have every, I ride by thousands of people a day, and, but there's, there's no interaction really, you know, because they're doing their busy thing and trying to get where they're going in a hurry and right. I'm not in a hurry. I'm enjoying myself. And, yeah. you know, even if I leave a little earlier, you know, I got to get to work. I leave a half an hour earlier. I ride my bike. If I took my car, I wouldn't even have to leave early, you right. know, and I'm still getting to work early. So it's, I see all these people just having the, the worst day because they're rushing and yeah. they're going to be late. And it's so many people and I see the same people every day and you see it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the kind of ironic part I'm kind of thinking about here too is, I mean, if you left the, you know, you know, air quote on time on your bike, you're always going to probably get there on time, right? Because right? there's nothing really going to stop you from getting. I know the longest bike. amount of time it takes me to ride somewhere if I've ridden there a few times. Right, but in know? a car, you could run into all sorts of yeah. issues. I mean, besides yeah. mechanical on a bike, I mean, if right. you know that aside, but a car, yeah, sure. You, all right, I have a meeting at you know nine o'clock this morning. I have a half hour to get there. I leave at you know eight twenty-five, and then boom, you're in traffic, and now you're stressed. You're running. You're yeah. you know your whole day is thrown off. But if you're riding a bike, you get that 
fresh air going through you. You oh, yeah. got that energy going. Yeah, just yeah. get the sun beating on you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's beautiful. Yeah, right. You know, and once you get to a certain point, like at first it was a little convenient because you had to leave earlier. I had to be able to dry off when I get to work because right, sure. I'm drenched. You know, <laughs> right. I'm not used to riding, so you're sweating. And then you have to have a backpack with your clothes and change. So you got all this extra time. Now I get to work. I'm, it's just like I walked out of my car. I feel fine, refreshed. Yeah. You know, I might have some uh, adrenaline pumping. So sure, I, I need right, to get there right. early enough to let that calm right. down a little bit. But, right. you know, other than that, it's just normal now, right. you know. But it's just kind of actually, you know, in the in the restaurant industry particularly, if you show up with a little bit of adrenaline going, it's probably a good thing, It's right? not a I bad mean, thing, yeah. You show up with a bunch of tickets all ready to rock, you know. Yeah, you don't like, need it necessarily the first thing in the morning. But <laughs> right, right, right. It's okay to ease, <laughs> your, ease into your day, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, coming in right in the middle of a, a dinner rush. Yeah, for sure. Ready to go. I'm able to think right away, yeah. but <laughs> right. I can move quick. You're still just picturing the, the open road and well, oh, yeah. if you had just kept on riding. Yeah, you didn't catch yourself daydreaming and you don't want to do that too much. <laughs> yeah, right. So that's, that's right. So did you ride bikes to work in high school then too, or was it pretty much no, transitioned into work? Work riding and... didn't happen until recently. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't. I didn't have any jobs close by back then. Right. I worked in Portland, and I wasn't skilled enough to even think about riding to Portland yeah. at that point. Was it something? Was it even a thought to ride to work? I mean, it sounds like you rode a lot as a kid. But well, okay, so I, I I managed at Sebega Brewing Company mm-hmm. for a while. Did uh, kitchen manage there? Worked with the company for almost a decade. My mom got sick. And I needed to transition to another location, so I was closer to home. Then things just didn't work out, um, which w- was a blessing in disguise because she needed my attention, and I'm working crazy hours just didn't allow that. Um, and then the time that I did have to spend with her, I was exhausted. So right. um, it worked out. Took some time off, maybe three months. Um, got things set up with her uh, at home. She was going through uh, ovarian cancer, oh. so it was pretty intense for her. Yeah. Um, so I got a job but down the road from where I lived. Um, where I live now, uh, it was probably two and a half miles, um, took a pay cut, got tons of free time. Uh, it's a assisted living facility. So they totally understood my situation, mm-hmm. um, and had, um, you know, a great insurance. So I didn't have to worry about any of that stuff. Um, was able to ride to work back and forth every day took me like quick ride yeah 12 yeah. minutes to yeah. get to work because right. i'm going uphill and eight minutes to get home because right. i'm going downhill you right. know? um yeah so that's kind of where the work riding started okay yeah um i actually got back into it because at that job i met um a woman that i was in a relationship for a little while with she moved in with me brought a bike home with her I was like, I need to get a bike now. So you know? at that point, you didn't you didn't even have a bike? I didn't have a bike at yeah. that point, yeah. no, yeah. yeah. So got a bike. Uh, we started riding together. Got the itch. Things ended with us. My mom uh, ended up passing before that happened. I'm sorry to hear that. Thank you. Sorry. Um, and then I just had all this freedom yeah. you know, after dealing with, you know, everything. Lots that, of yeah, yeah. Everything on, that yeah. happened is just a... A tornado of, of crap that happened but right. at the same time I'm riding and I get to get it out and you know I've had this happen my whole life I've what you know I felt like every four years I had a close relative you know pass away so it was it took me not as long to recover emotionally from it just because I've been doing it my whole life right um so the the riding really helped that though 
you know, I couldn't help but smile. And right. then, you know, you get to a point where the memories are happy memories instead of sad ones. And, you know, you can kind of move on with your life, you know? Yep. Yep. And that's kind of where I am now. Just living it. Right on. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to hear about your mom. Sorry to had to deal with that uh, crappy part, but it sounds like the at least the cycling maybe somewhat came out of that and oh, for are, sure. are bringing yeah. it back into your life. So yeah. let's take a quick uh, break here, and we'll come back and we'll hear more about uh, how you've advanced in cycling and everything you've been around that after this quick little break. Sounds good. Thank All you. All right, we'll be right back after these messages. Kmart lets the good times roll with Kawasaki Hot Cycles from the toy department. Classy green machines with mag wheels, wide track tires, and simulated roll bar. $20. Little ladies move in style on the powder puff model, featuring adjustable seat and custom floral design. $15. Sale priced and ready to roll, now through Saturday, at Kmart, the saving place. Finally, the days of having dirt back under the tires is upon us. Well, maybe some mud and a few sketchy potholes, but it's spring, and I for one am stoked. And to get you ready for another great season, all you have to do is stop by Allspeed's amazing new flagship store, conveniently located right off the Portland Trail system at 936 Brighton Avenue. In addition to a full range of bikes and accessories for riders of all levels, the super friendly staff at Allspeed is ready to help with everything from your basic spring tune-up to a full custom build. And be sure to keep an eye out for a season of fun events, parties, and shenanigans. With convenient locations in Portland, Carabasset Valley, and Bethel, Maine, Allspeed is the local shop for everything bike. For more information and to check out their latest hot deals, please visit Allspeed.com. Allspeed, the official bike shop of the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm here with Dave Snyder, and uh, as uh, things usually, as things often happen in, in people's lives. You know, trajectories can change suddenly uh, through all sorts of reasons. And um, you know, you went through a few uh, unfortunate and um, sad, tumultuous points in your life, and it sounds like you took a, a long break from bikes. Is that is that fair? Yeah, quite yeah. a while. Most quite of your a while. 20s, into your 30s. I want to say like 17 years. Right. Wow. So it's a long way. A lifetime. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, that's a long time away from bikes for somebody who has been riding them since they were one years old. Yeah. So um, what was sort of the, uh, you started touching on the reintroduction of bikes into your life. Why don't you tell me a little bit more about that sort of experience and how uh, you, you, that culmination of getting back onto uh, two wheels. Sure. Yeah. I uh, uh, started back casually as you should um, just hitting a couple miles here and there. Um, went on a couple long rides, um, very painful, um, took a lot of time yeah. off. probably yeah. took a week to recover because right. of it. Um, and yeah, I just, uh, I had, I probably at one point I weighed 300 pounds. So, um, I needed to do something about it. Had some, uh, injuries, uh, hernia, back spasms. Um, Was it just, so you- I mean, I was, you don't weigh 300 pounds right now. No, I, I was, no. You showed me a picture when we were on the break here real quick, and I was amazed at seeing the picture. I mean, you obviously, you're a very fit guy now. I know how many miles you ride, and we'll get into that in a second. But um, what was the sort of the, 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 I guess, the spiral towards 300, though? What, 
Oh, I mean, just a life of yeah, just uh, you know, I don't want to say depression because I was never really depressed, but um, inactivity. I mean, just com- complacency. Um, uh, grew up, uh, you know. Once I stopped the riding, uh, there was more gaming and you know, watching movies and TV and just the. That lifestyle. Occupying yeah. the time that you would be Still riding. Still being yeah. social, but you're not doing anything, right, unfortunately. Right. Um, yeah, so that spiraled. I love food. I mean, I've, I've been in the food industry my whole life. My parents, you know, uh, I, I mentioned this earlier, but uh, they purchased a re- they built a restaurant um, in 92 uh, in Portland called the Hedgehog Brew Pub. And so that kind of gave me the whole, the spark. I just, I loved it. Mm-hmm. You know, just meeting all these different people and and uh, everybody's so crazily different than anybody I've ever met in my life. Yeah, you know? it's, uh, it's, it's a science experiment at every place. Every, every place. restaurant is, a, is a, a, social, a social experiment it of is. some kind. Yeah. From, from the employees to the, to the patrons. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, the difference in, in, in people from what you would meet in your normal life. Because they're just, you know, it's no whole bars. They're, they're, they're letting loose. Yeah. You know, you get to meet people for real. Right. You know, yeah. instead of this facade that they put on. Yeah, yeah it's really cool. Anyways, so... Yeah, I decided it was time to uh, to do something about it. You know, I didn't want to be injured my whole life. I don't want to be, you know, I, I'm on on social media. You see people posting how horrible life is, or right. you know, just I'm in pain, this, that, and the other thing. And you can tell why. I mean, you know, you need to be active. You need to eat some decent food and stay hydrated, and you know, all those things in life that we're told as kids we're supposed to do. And right. You know, for whatever reason, but we when stopped. Kids, yeah, well, when you're kids, though, you're like, yeah, that's what I'm supposed to do. But look at me. I'm like, you know, I'm a kid. Right, <laughs> so. right. It works until you're 25. And, right. Yeah, yeah. Then you wake up and you're not a kid anymore. No, right? yeah, yeah. So I didn't want to feel that way. I right. didn't want to feel that way anymore, and I didn't want to feel the way older people older than me feel, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if I could do something about it, I was going to. So did a lot of research, um, put together a plan. It took me about a month to do it. Uh, I felt comfortable with it. Um, didn't have any outside interference anymore. I could just, all right, it's all on me. You know, I don't have any excuses. I'm just going to go do it. Yeah. So your research, was it like diet, exercise, everything? Yeah, Where'd all the above, your, what yeah. Was, what was your uh, resources? For um, just Most random podcasts, doctors, you know, yep. uh, legit people that I'd never heard of before and, you know, uh, listened to everything that they had to say on the topics. Um, it's just started with uh, me trying to figure out how to rehab my uh, uh, after surgery. You mm-hmm. know, I had a really, actually had a um, ruptured uh, my appendix as well oh, in, in the middle of all that. So a hernia almost died appendix, at that point. Yeah, sciatic back messed up. Yeah, yeah, just a chain. I can't tell I was you how say, many. I mean, how many more signs do you need though? Yeah, right? yeah. So. It, when it came in threes, it just came kept coming. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. right. Uh, so yeah, so got through all that, uh, just, I wanted to research how to fix all those so that either wouldn't happen again, or, you know, I could just minimize any kind of pain or whatever that may cause, um, put together, uh, just a list of things I was going to do, how I was going to eat every day, when I was going to eat every day, um, you know, intermittent fasting thing, you know, and it worked, mm-hmm. you know, every day I'd feel a little better. Felt like a little hungover every morning a little, at first, just getting all the toxins out of your body, getting your body used to it, stomach shrinking, right. you know, your body is just get, you know, 
it's yelling at you constantly. Yeah, yeah. Like, what are you doing? You know, this is not normal for me. Um, and then I was, that was probably a month that I went through some of those growing pains or shrinking pains, I should say. <laughs> right. I um, and then I started getting used to the feeling, ramping it up, doing more. I did very light exercise, very light weights. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to, I wasn't trying to bulk up. I didn't want to have like loose skin, you know, mm-hmm. so I wanted to try to have it work out as, as, as smoothly as possible, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and it, after three months, lost 100 pounds, got down to 190. Wow, that's incredible. Um, and you felt like you were doing, I mean, I don't know, like losing 100 pounds in 90 days seems like a lot. It is a lot. Right? I mean, is, is that um, a healthy amount to? Well, it was for me. Uh, because I, the way you did it, the way I did it. Yeah. Right. I mean, I was, I was very smart about it. Wasn't trying, I didn't take medications. I ate healthy. I, you know, raw veggies, mm-hmm. my proteins were just seasoned. You know, I didn't eat any bread. I stayed away from, um, all manufactured foods period, you know, mm-hmm. um, ate a lot of fruits, mostly watermelon and pineapple. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just kept up that for that three whole months. Yeah, I just that's the way I ate. And as as you're doing this, you said minimal exercise. Were you incorporating more cycling? Well, I was only my. I don't. I don't even even think of cycling as exercise. Unfortunately, (laughs) unfortunately. Um, But yeah, I cycled a lot. I think it's fortunate you don't think of as exercise. Yeah, it is fortunate. Yeah, Yeah, I'm fortunate for that. I'd say not, you know, 10, 15 pound weights at most. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd do like ankle and wrist weights and just walk around, power walk. You know, right. like I ramped it up. Yeah. I did little by little um, to the point where I could run a 5K because uh, I have a loop around my house. It's almost exactly a 5K, so I could just run that. Um, and then started dabbling. Like I, I entered a 5K uh, through work. Uh, just started trying to do little extra things to keep myself mm-hmm. motivated. Um, Help hold you accountable a little bit. Yeah, yeah, too, yeah. Right? Just, yeah. and it was fun. You know, mm-hmm. I could actually do it. That was a nice thing. I wasn't right. huffing and puffing. I wasn't, you know, it wasn't misery. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And you uh, also, you said uh, you also gave up cigarettes at some point yep, in there. Yep, yep. Quit smoking the day my mom died. So that, uh, that, that boosted my system as well. You know, I had asthma before that. Um, minor health problems just from being overweight. Right. You know, um, and just you didn't want to do anything. You felt like crap at the end of the day. You know, just you wanted to have a, a drink or something and go to bed or, you know, just sit and watch TV. I can't do that anymore. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's the opposite of a compl- healthy living. Complete sure. opposite. Yeah. 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 The uh, so as you're transitioning and you're I mean, you're, th- you're three months in now. Did you did you have like a goal or was it just sort of like lifestyle change and just and moving forward? <sighs> My with goal it? was to feel good. I didn't right. really have a weight. I mean, my doctor always told me as a kid, your height, your BMI, you should be 170. And, mm-hmm. and I'm like, 170 seems like a stretch, but okay. What if you have a little bit of muscle? How does that work? You know? Um, so I, I kind of disregarded that. Right. Um, 190 felt amazing. Um, I'm at about 195 now, um, but been fluctuating. Right. And, you know, it feels fantastic. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so then, all right, now that now that you you know you've sort of gotten to the point where you're feeling much better about yourself, much better physically, probably mentally, I'm sure, yeah, yeah. really up up the uh, mental side too, right? I've always been a happy person, right? But, you know, confidence lacks when you're not when you're 300 pounds and you can't move well, right? You know? Sure. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, and then so 
when did cycling really become a thing then again? Like as far as, you know, just really getting out there and riding more and more. I just immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as soon as I started commuting to work, the first, the, the hardest part was getting through a winter. My first winter was rough. I'm uh, just trying to find the proper clothing to wear. And do you only commute by a bike? I mean, do you only get to work by bike primarily? Or? No, I have my car. Okay. I, I have to bring my son to work. So unfortunately. Oh, <laughs> oh right. Those, you had yeah, mentioned so that. So when right? he started working with me, I, I started commuting a lot less. Right. So he doesn't fit on the back of my bicycle. He's <laughs> yeah, a big boy. But, <laughs> yeah, he's taller than you are. Yeah, so. And he's yeah. not uh, as uh, excited about cycling as I am. Sure, so, right, yeah. right. I mean, especially, I mean, there is something to be said, too, about, you know, when, you're, when your dad's all ex- gung-ho excited about something, a lot of times that's the reason why you don't be excited about it, too. Though, sure, right? yeah. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Just, he's, he's impressed, but he's not, uh, he's not <laughs> at the point where he would like to join me at all. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. But, but so you're, I was, I was uh, marveling the other day, though. You'd, you came up and you were saying how many miles you'd ridden that day or how many you'd ridden that week or your average. So how many, about how many miles do you typically ride on a day? And then uh, how many miles have you maybe ridden uh, in this year so far in 10 months? So currently, 50 miles a day is easy. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't start feeling any kind of pain until 60, and that's on my butt because, you know, right. saddle sores mm-hmm. happens. Not one for padded bridges but um <laughs> you know like the diaper they do look? come in handy yeah, I, yeah. I don't i'll do it for like a hundred plus mile rides but okay. i'm not gonna do it any other time right. it's just it doesn't feel right yeah <laughs> that's fair but uh yeah i'd say right currently it's 50 a day yep um which i can do in about two and a half hours um non-stop which is it's nice i don't have to stop i mm-hmm. do you know i take it in you know i i love looking around it's what i do when you go on these, I mean, even you, you, when you go on these rides that are a hundred plus miles or even the fifty milers, do you are you are you usually trying to get somewhere, or is it is it to, or do you really just take it as an adventure? I mean, are you pushing hard? Are you pushing a lot of watts? Yep. Are you, you know, p- picking your head up and looking around and both? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it depends on where I am. Yep. There's, I mean, I, I ride so much around this area. I've seen a lot of it. So there's, there's points where I know I can go really fast and I'm, right. not, I'm not missing anything. And right. then, you know, I ride the coast a lot. I do uh, a lot of, a lot of the coastal rides. So I'm, I go slower there. Yeah. Right. Um, so I'll, yeah, I'm going 10 miles an hour to 12 miles an hour when I'm doing that ride. But when I'm on the roads, I'm pushing probably 24, 25 miles an hour on the road. Yeah. Right on. It's, it's moving along at a good clip. For yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah. So do you think, I mean, so you've, I mean, quick math in my head. So you've ridden so far this year, fifteen thousand miles or something like that. Plus, yeah, right around there. Man, (laughs) I mean, I'm a mountain biker, so I'm going to use that as an excuse. And I also don't commute to work because I live up. I mean, I I sleep upstairs from my office, (laughs) so you know, I walk down the stairs. But uh, yeah, when I was when I looked and saw that I had done like a thousand miles so far on on. just the trainer, I was like, oh, a thousand miles, that's pretty good. That's you good, know? yeah. Now I'm like, oh man, you do that every like week now. Yeah, but a thousand <laughs> miles on a trainer is like 10,000 yeah. on a bicycle. Oh no, sorry. It's like one mile on a bicycle. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> it's so emotionally draining. It for is, me, yeah, yeah, it can be. Yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've never been on a trainer that was just, just like riding a bicycle. Yeah. I can imagine that they get pretty close now, but, uh, yeah, well, actually I, I'm going to show you our trainer. That's we right. Have yeah. Now. And it is, it is more fun to use. We, we, I came up with the brand, I think it's Elite or whatever, and we hook it up to my old road bike and use Zwift and on a little iPad. But it's yep. it's it's uh it's certainly better than just sitting on the old stationary bike and oh, just for pedaling sure. and just just wishing you had something better to do. You know? yeah, so yeah. It's so yeah, anyway, but uh, I'm not a big fan of riding or being indoors anyway. So yep. 
um, any any chance to be outside. But uh, that's, that's quite amazing accomplishment to do that many miles just on the regular for sure. Yeah, it feels. I mean, and on top of that, you hike and you disc golf and everything on top of it too, right? Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. I'll even I'll cycle to a disc golf place. I mean, yeah. 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 So with all these miles that you ride, do you ever get into? Have you thought of doing or, or have you done any long tours like back? You know, back our bike packing tours. Oh, or? that'll be in the future for sure. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 Have any uh, ideas on where you might, what your first month might be? I don't know, but uh, it'll 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 come up soon. You know, hopefully next year. Right, right on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Any uh, particular reason why next year is, would be the year? Freedom. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> like I said, working with my son right now, uh, yeah. two jobs. Uh, he doesn't have transportation, so that's really the biggest reason that uh, I don't just disappear for a week at a time. You yeah, know? right. Um, when that becomes available, yeah, right, you, right. for sure, I will be doing that. Yeah. When he flies the coop, essentially. Yeah, is yeah. What you're saying. yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, I just had my other bike fixed so uh, you know now i have uh, a backup mm -hmm. so i feel good about that and plus a scooter plus a little scooter <laughs> yeah. <you know>? <laughs> which yeah. i can strap to the back I if I say, to. yeah right it's like your spare tire almost right? but you know <laughs> that's pretty funny to think of riding down like the highway and you're it's almost like the dumb and dumber scene where they get on that tiny little uh scooter oh, yes. and, you know riding together on that yeah what did they trade oh they traded in the van for it right they did yes <laughs> the dog yes. mobile and then got stuck together yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Good times. Yes. <laughs> um, so obviously with uh, your son at home, uh, running around, uh, riding around, getting working full time, hiking, disc golf, all of this type of stuff. Do you have any time to actually uh, adventure outside of the, the state or anything? It's been few and far between. But yeah, I uh, took a road trip with a few friends from high school. Um, we usually go hiking together. They um, also take motorcycle trips. And uh, we were talking about it, and uh, two, so two of my buddies ride motorcycles, and um, we just mentioned, hey, we should tag along. You know, we could drive behind you, carry all your stuff, you know, and uh, we got to talking about it, and it, it worked out. So I took a week off work, hesitantly, because, uh, you know, leaving my son alone for a week is, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. driving across country is a little nerving and everything, but uh, yeah. uh, we went for it, did it, uh, brought my bicycle with me. Um, followed them while they drove through the country and just okay. So they were on their motorcycles. They were on their motorcycles. You were in yep. your car with your bike. Correct. Okay, gotcha. Okay. So I'm in a car with another buddy. Yep. We're carrying all all their stuff so they can just have a good time while they're riding their motorcycles yep. through the yep. country, winding roads. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, the plan was to hit. Um, we stopped in New York. Uh, we stopped in uh, four different places in Pennsylvania. And stopped at the casino. So yeah, I hit the casino. Got it. Uh, so, you know, we're having our days, uh, beautiful weather the entire trip, never had a raindrop. It was amazing. Um, we get to our first destination. I believe it was, uh, I can't remember what town in New York. Just wanted to go to explore. They're all mm -hmm. crashing, you know, complaining about being old. And so they go to bed. <laughs> Uh, I go out. They're, they're the same age as you. Okay. Same age as me. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, all right, guys, I'm going to go for a ride. Right. So I go out and just explore the town for a couple hours and, you know, get, get a good 15 miles in or so. And, um, and you only brought your one bicycle. Yes. Then. Okay. Yeah, your your buddy in the car with you didn't have no, one. No, they all know how to ride bicycles, but right. yeah, they yeah, weren't yeah. interested yeah, in that. Yeah. Well, they're not going to lug bicycles on their motorcycle either. But. <laughs> sure. So, though I've seen that before, though. I've seen I, that. I have too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so. yeah it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, I thought about getting a little trailer. Mm -hmm. My actually, my uh, uh, the guy that repairs my my bikes has one. He rides go. around and has bikes attached to the back of it. It's really, really cool. Yeah. yeah. So we're uh, 
stopping in town to town for uh, the next town we stopped in, in Pennsylvania was hosting Little League World Series. So we were just uh, did our thing, stop, uh, went out to dinner. Uh, they went back to bed just like the, the <laughs> night before, and I went out tooling around town. Uh, it, was, it was still, it was the middle of summer, so it's light, late. Yeah. Um, I'm able to ride around and see everything. Uh, stop at this park, beautiful park. Uh, Pennsylvania's amazing. Uh, they have so many easy places to ride, and I never realized like that. Like, where, where in the state was it? I mean, like, trying east, to. west, We went, north, we went all around the edge. Okay, yeah. We didn't go yep. through the middle at all. <clears throat> yep. Um, I wish I could recall all the towns in my head, but I was, I don't have it. It's okay. We're not gonna, we're not <laughs> I can't give, We're not going to give anybody a quiz on this one. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just stopped, rode through the Little League World Series uh, building. That was really neat. Uh, just a tiny miniature version of what you would see in the right. World Series. Yeah, right, it, it, right. it was really cool. Had a waterfall on it. Uh, yeah, really nice park. Just to get out and explore. Just to get out yeah. and explore. And there's nobody around. There wasn't yeah. a soul. I didn't, a nice little town. There's houses everywhere, and there wasn't a person in Around it was really cool. It sounds like a you know, field of dreams, but like field of uh, little league dreams or something like that. <laughs> it right? was definitely a dream. It was summer night. It was perfectly mowed. Oh, oh, amazing! Uh, so uh, they probably didn't want me to ride my bicycle through there, but I did. Oh, you um, actually went on the field? No, I, did, I walked oh, on the field. Okay. I, I, was, <laughs> I, was like, I wasn't <laughs> being disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now I was picturing you like I rode around the stadium, riding the bases. <laughs> yeah. You know, All right. jumping over the seats, stuff right, like that. Right. You know, yeah. innocent stuff. Yeah. Uh, then yeah, moved on from town to town until we got back home. But yeah, had an amazing time at each stop. Yeah, every time it was beautiful. Um, there was uh, one area that was just designed for biking. Uh, I wish I remember the name town. Town it was named St. Petersburg. But uh, yeah, it was just an amazing trip with the yeah. boys. You know, they got to have their amazing time and we, by themselves together yeah. and by myself while they're sleeping. So. <laughs> right, right. Did you? Uh at any point, like halfway through the trip, did you ever have like that thought of like, man, if I didn't bring my bike, what would I be doing right I now? I would have been bored. Yeah, right. Silly, yeah. Because yeah. I would have been sitting up while they're, I mean, I probably would have just had some drinks and hung out with them and, right. and gone to bed. You sure, know? right. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. You, you wouldn't have had. <laughs> gone for run. a walk or yeah. something. Right, yeah. right. But yeah. yeah, I mean, it wouldn't have been the, the experiences that you're, you know, talking no, about. No, not yeah. at all. Yeah. No, I get to see the entire town. Right. And less than an hour, you know, somewhere I've never been before peacefully. Was that one of the selling points in your mind when they, when you decided to go on this trip was, well, I'm going to bring my bike cause that's going to be my thing. Well, or was it an afterthought almost? I brought my bike cause I always had my bike. Right. Okay, and yeah. I asked my buddy if I could put it on the back of his car and he happened to have a, a setup. So it worked out. Oh, cool. Um, so yeah, that was by happenstance, right. but I, I definitely wanted to, uh, I just wanted to be with my, my buddies from high school. I didn't get to see very often. You know, they're yeah. all they're all married and have kids, or you know, they're just busy. You yeah. know, so we don't get together often. But when we do, we make it count. So. Any plans to do something similar like that? I mean, you said you're alluding to a not next, specifically, next summer, right? but. not specifically. But uh, I mean, they go hiking all the time. Yeah. If I have free time, I enjoy going with them. Unfortunately, our schedules are opposite. You know, I'm a weekend warrior, and they're off sure. on the weekends. So, yeah. yeah. It, 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 it makes things a little difficult yeah. as far as that goes. Yeah. But 
can see that. I mean, that's, that's, that's one of the tough parts about uh, being in the, in the restaurant industry is you're often opposite schedule with yes. other people you want to adventure with. So. It's the hardest part and it's also the best part. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, totally. Right. I mean, having the days off where everyone else is stuck at work and you have roads to yourself. I get everything and, done in an hour. Yeah, right. My errands are done and yeah. I get to play, yeah. you know, while everybody else is you know, on the weekend rushing around, shopping, doing all their thing, you know. I don't have to do that. It's yeah. so nice. Yeah. I'm not a rat stuck in a maze. I get, right. to, I get to dictate my own life. It's yeah. beautiful. Uh, I, I forget sometimes, uh, you know, there's the occasional Monday holiday. So right. I do get to experience it then. Yeah, right, yeah. right. So obviously, you know, bikes have been a big part of your life, you know, from very young age. And uh, and obviously it was a big part of you know, who you are now, being a much more smiley, healthy guy. For sure. You know, any advice uh, to people out there who maybe have given up the bike for many years or maybe feeling like, oh, I'm just too old to get back into it. I'm 44 years old or whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, just make time. Start slow. You know, you ramp it up little by little. I go harder every day. Mm-hmm. I don't stop. I mean... I went slow every day. I pushed myself the tiniest bit. Three years later, I'm still pushing myself a little bit. And because I did that incrementally, I'm not, I didn't accrue any injuries because of that. You know, the injuries were because of other reasons, but, um, yeah, just plug away at it. You know, don't make an excuse that the weather's shitty or whatever. You just go out and enjoy yourself. Uh, you're going to have a good time, you know? Yeah. Uh, even when I've gotten hurt, I had a good time, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, and obviously, you know, I, I can't, uh, I already know the answer to this question, but do you foresee yourself ever taking another break from riding bikes? If, if I have to, yeah. if you force me to. Right. You know, right. I, mean, I can't imagine what that would be. Yeah. Injury or prison. Probably. <laughs> right, I was going to say yeah. incarceration. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And I'm going to try to stay away from both of those. So. And even there, I, I could see you're the guy who implements the first cycling team in a, in a, oh, they wouldn't allow that, but they, <laughs> there are, uh, prisons. I can't remember what country it is, but they, uh, generate electricity through, uh, stationary bicycles. Oh, no kidding. So, uh, the prisoners get, uh, the more you cycle, the more benefits you get. Oh, wow. And that they get free power because right. you're just sitting there right. cycling for yeah. them. I'm sure there's a line there somewhere where it's like slave labor versus whatever. Yeah. But it's, yeah. you know, it's an interesting concept, though. <laughs> there's, there, I mean, hey, you're generating electricity out of. Uh, yeah, you know, I want one for my home. I know. I right? heard about yeah, it. I'm yeah. like, why didn't we not have this in our houses? Right. The uh, kind of a, not, not prison related, but uh, um, the guest that uh, had actually there was today's episode that just came out, Jenner Fox. He was mentioning another um, cyclist that he he knew that was in part of a band. Um, I think his name's Kip Choby or something like that, and would, rode across Mexico on his bike with his bandmates, and they would set up their whole system, amps and PA, and then people would ride their bikes to generate the power to run the amps and everything Oh, that's like great, that. yeah. So I thought that was a pretty cool idea. That's so, fantastic, you know, yeah. Anything like that where you're uh, using human power to get entertainment out of it, heck yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. That's but, ingenuity at its best right, right? there. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it's just a really cool thing to uh, to see these type of ways to utilizing uh, bikes or just human energy to, to generate things that uh, really have very little environmental impact you for know, sure so. yeah yeah depending on how you know eco-friendly the manufacturers are but yeah right that, right yeah i mean you can trickle down and sort of nail down to the littlest things and nitpick something like sure. you know well you know you have uh, petroleum-based tires on your bike but it's you know come on but compared to everything else in the world right we'll say yeah, that yeah. it's it's pretty good yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. don't but, be coming after me with something like that you know, yeah so <laughs> yeah probably the only reason i haven't gotten on one of the, the electric bikes is first of all they're heavy right and 
I've seen so many, you know, like fires and just random things happen. The battery dies. Now you got to buy this battery that costs as much as the bicycle does. Right, and, right. Yeah, so I haven't gone. Although they're amazing. They are, yep. And they're there's fast. Lot, especially for cargo bikes and things like that. Yep, I mean, yep. it makes a lot of sense. You're hauling your family, your groceries, or your. Or the elderly. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Or disabled. Right. Sure, yeah. yeah. Which is what I was going to get at, too, is like, you know, down the line, I could. See, especially because technology is only going to advance on these types mm-hmm. of things. Batteries are going to get smaller. They're going to hopefully not, not become disposable eventually, you know, and things like that. So it's I could see down the line when, uh, you know, maybe my knees really start screaming at me, you know, getting a little bit of an e-assist or yep. something. But, yeah, know. they do have the assist bikes as well. Yeah. Yep. 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 So maybe that would be the first transition. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. As long as my legs are spinning a little bit, you know. But then hopefully, knock on wood, I'm many, many years from anything like that type of discussion. So, Well, I even when I had my sciatic issues, I could ride my bike. Mm-hmm. It felt great. Yeah. As soon as I stepped off my bike, I couldn't walk. It's amazing. Yeah. It is amazing. Yeah. Just that position is, was fine. I think what somebody said, uh, uh, Brene Braun, who was uh, a guest several episodes back, uh, he, he said basically, think about it, that, you know, Whenever you, somebody injures themselves, one of the first things for PT they give you is to go ride a bike or to get on a stationary bike. And right. that should kind of say it all right there that it's, I mean, that and swimming, I mean, they're yep. pretty fantastic and longevity, you know, not to keep talking about my past guests, but one of them was uh, Bruce Paps. And at the time I interviewed him, I think he just turned 85 years old. He rides almost 20 miles a day. And, uh, he says it's, the reason he can do it is because he has been doing it. Right. You know, diet and everything else as well. But yeah, sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You, you can't stop. You're yeah. going to lose it. Yeah. Stay healthy. You're going to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the idea anyway. And you can get healthy. Right. And you don't have to just yeah. be unhealthy. Yeah. 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 Well, I find it pretty inspiring. I mean, uh, I, you know, coming and sharing, like I, I didn't realize that uh, you had gone through that quite an arc of un- being an unhealthy part of your life. You know, I'd sort of just known. Yeah, you I'd through, say uh, probably half riding half of my life. Yeah, 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 pretty amazing. Uh, well, I'm glad so you're I, back. I know on from it. the beginning what it felt like <laughs> yeah. to, to to feel great. Mm-hmm. I know what it feels like to feel like crap. Yeah, and then to again feel amazing, yeah. or to feel the best I've ever felt. Right, honestly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you can wake up every day and it feels good. You know, I can just stand up. I, I, what is that? I, you know, like there was just weird things. Like I washed my hands the other day and I felt my bones in my hand. And it felt weird. Like, you know, I'm not used to that <laughs> right. sensation yet. I'm used to having a thicker, you know. Oh, it's pretty wild. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah. Like I had to change hat size, get new shoes. Like everything just completely changed. Yeah. All for yeah. the better. I'd bump into things and it would hurt, you know, because your bone's hitting it instead <laughs> right. of fat, you know? Like, that was uh, the biggest thing. You're not a big bumper car anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Getting used to it. It's like when a dog doesn't know its size and mm-hmm. it just bumps and everything. Yeah, yeah. it was kind of like that transition. You just, yeah. you're off a little bit. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm, gl- I'm glad you're finding your uh, your own in your own new body. <laughs> and you're, you seem very smiley. I mean, every time we've ever, Kate and I have ever come in and seen you, uh, you're always the smiliest guy around, usually with the coolest uh, cycling hats on, too. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, um, so uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like it's a, a good spot to sort of close out this uh, conversation. I mean, it's a happy, uh, healthy note to end on today. Yeah, Feeling definitely. good about everything? Oh, for sure, right yeah. On? And you got your bike outside. You're going to go for It was nice a... to see you in the, in the sunlight. I know, right? Seriously. Yep. Uh, outside of a restaurant. Be, yep. It's kind of a nice nice transition. Next uh, step will be to be out there on bikes together. Yes, for sure. You'll be having to wait up for me, but that uh, sounds we – can, we can absolutely do that. I mean, so. you live so close to the trail. It's <laughs> – I'm yeah. jealous. All right. Well, let's let's do let's plan that for uh, maybe this weekend or something. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. All right. Um, before I let you uh, completely uh, take off on your next uh, riding adventure, uh, anything you want to plug out there? Or anybody you want to say hi to? 
No, just, uh, I mean, there's too many people that that are out there, but, um, yeah, everybody who's just been so kind, you know, just to say kind words and, uh, yeah, they make me blush half the time when they're talking about me to me, you know, and I appreciate that. And it, you know, helps center me more and, and realize that I'm doing what I should be doing. So right it's, it's nice. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to keep smiling and, and waving and, and hopefully more people follow suit. You know, cool. uh, I've already seen, you know, since the, the whole COVID thing happened, uh, I've seen so many more people out there now mm-hmm. and that's nice. You know, we had a lot of, there were a lot of bad things that happened, but you know, there's been a lot of people that came around too and, and wanted to get healthier and you can see that and yeah. that's, that's good. It's a lot better than it was. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Keep on being an ambassador for that change, right? Yeah, so. I, I love it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate your time. Appreciate you riding down here today and uh, finally connecting. We've been uh, talking about this for many months now. We finally made it happen. So yes. I'm glad I'm glad it happened. So thanks for your time, Dave, today. Yes. Um, Seth, it's my pleasure. Yeah, great, man. Well, it's uh, going to go outside and uh, get you on the BMX bike here in a second. But um, So anybody out there, if you're uh, interested in uh, sharing any of your bike-related stories, I'd love to hear from you. You can uh, track me down on my website, irideabike.com. Also follow along on social media at I Ride a Bike. And until next time, ride safe and ride happy. Take me back to the times when we would grab our bikes and ride the days into the night. Though our eyes would soon be open for the moment we were golden. This has been a production of iRide LLC. For more information, please visit iRideabike.com. Theme song by Spencer Alby. Want to hear more? Enter at Spencer Alby on socials and streaming platforms.